What happens when you're recording a paranormal podcast and the world of the paranormal wants a sneak peek at your latest episode? Then we travel to a lonely road in Georgia where an overnight attendant is besieged by a smelly vagrant. It's paranormal. It's not just some weirdo. It's not just some smelly oboe walking around. It's paranormal. And then we uncover a brand new conspiracy theory that's currently making the rounds. Well, one guy's talking about it, so we're going to talk about it on the show. Is it possible that elderly people are actually gray aliens in disguise? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Garbiner. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys are having tons of fun doing whatever you're doing. Also, I hope you're not over the age of 65 because you might be a great alien and then you might want to kill me for the second story. But before we get to that, before we get to your elderly enraged vengeance streak against me, let's go ahead and introduce our Patreon supporter. I don't know how old this guy is. This guy might be 88. Coming into Dead Rabbit Command right now, everyone give a round of applause to Lacanian Lifter. Woo! Come on in, Lacanian. Yeah, give you a big round of applause. Checking your ID, seeing how old you are. Lacanian actually used to be a Patreon, and then something happened and they stopped. They're like, your show started to suck, bro. No, something happened and they stopped, but they're joined back on. So thank you so much, Lacanian. You're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. You guys can't support the Patreon. I totally get it. Trust me, I do. Just help spread the word about the show. That really, really helps out a lot. Lacanian, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the Jason Jet. We're Actually, no, we're not going anywhere right now. <laughs> Give me those keys back, bro. I want to tell you guys this. If you guys listened to yesterday's episode, it might have ended a little bit abrupt. I haven't finished the final edit of yesterday's episode, but actually our first story takes place... Here, in Dead Rabbit Command, here in the recording studio, what happened yesterday was I was finishing up the story about the ghost car. It was really cool. I really liked that story, the guy walking around, taking the trail through Georgia. Got some good Georgia stories this week. And let me play you the audio. I edited this out because I thought it was too distracting. It's definitely too distracting, right? So here, let me set this up for you. So when I'm recording, I do record in a closet. I call it the haunted closet because I have sensed a ghost in this closet before, but it's really been a long time since I've seen anything in my house or really anything even in the closet. Now, as a studio, <laughs> studio, it's, it, it does what it does. It has pretty good audio, but it also gets really, really hot. And these were my first episodes coming back from a long break. I was super nervous. I was just sweating the whole time. So what I did was at a certain point, I cracked open the door. <laughs> no, that's not good for studio recording. They normally don't. Snoop Dogg normally doesn't go, hey, I'm about to bust the track. Open, open the windows. Let's get on all that outside noise. But I opened the door. Okay. The door's open maybe, I don't know, a, a, a little less than a foot. I'm getting some sunlight in here. I'm getting some fresh air. And the, if you've never... I do a live show every Sunday morning for the Patreon supporters. So they'll often see this. Sometimes I add video to it. They definitely hear it. None of the show is really scripted. It's all just notes. And then I just kind of go off the top of my head. That's why I'm always laughing at the jokes. Because it's the first time I've heard those jokes too, right? 
But a lot of times I come to the end of an episode and I'll just kind of go riff for like 10 minutes trying to find the right combination of words to wrap up an episode. And that's what was happening yesterday. And I'm sitting there in my closet. I'm trying to figure out a good way to wrap up this story about a guy who saw a ghost car. And I just can't find it. And, you know, it's like 8, eight o'clock at night. And I'm super tired and I'm super sweaty. And I look out the little my look out my door right i'm just kind of gazing around trying to think of a way to finish this episode and when i look out the door i see an apparition i straight up see a ghost well okay so what i see it's so weird i turn and i look and i see standing right outside my door like this thing was watching me record the podcast it was as if you took a ribbon. Now, it was a black ribbon that was bold black on the edges, and in the middle was like a translucent, almost see-through, almost smoky material. I turned and I looked, and I saw hovering there, for a good few seconds, hovering there, a ribbon. And it looked like if you had an invisible woman, invisible man, standing outside your closet like you're like oh i know exactly what that looks like jason if you had an invisible person and you placed a ribbon on them you could see i could see the outline of the top of their head and then it came down and then was the outline of their left shoulder and the ribbon was probably about maybe two feet long and i'm turning i i'm gonna play the i'm gonna play the clip for you without any audio processing or anything i'll play that for you in a second so you can kind of hear what was going on while while I was experiencing this, but I turn and I look, because I'm just trying to think of a way to end this episode. I've been re just recording for like two hours at this point. I did two episodes back to back yesterday. So I look and I see this ribbony, this smoky ribbony thing outside of my closet in full bedroom light, you know, full lamp. You're like, Jason, that's not a scientific term. You know, full light bulb light. And I see it and it hangs there for a second. And then it disappears. And it doesn't go pip! doesn't disappear like a flash. It just slowly fades from view. And you can hear the audio of me experiencing this. I just stop talking. And I'll play that for you right now. I think the answer to that is pretty clear. We have a lot of stories of people mysteriously vanishing in the woods or down dark alleys or inside houses. We have a lot of stories of people mysteriously vanishing in the woods and very, very few of them ever return. Would you be one of them? Would you be one of those that make it back to the world of our reality? Dude, no joke. There was something standing outside my closet watching me record that. That was insane.
I turned. I don't know why I turned to look. You guys might have even heard me turn while I was talking. This is not scripted or nothing like that. I don't, I don't mess around with this type of stuff. Like, I don't joke about this stuff. No for fools or nothing. I turned and I looked. And it was like a black ribbon. Would have been... Hold on. Yeah, this... I'm not joking around. It would have been about maybe six feet tall, but it was a black ribbon. But it looked... Damn it. I'm like, oh no, paranormal phenomenon in my house. Um, I do have to live here. <laughs> I do have to sit in this closet. It's probably, it would be like if you put a ribbon on somebody's head and like laid across the top of their head. But there's no ribbon. I don't know, I don't know I, how often you guys watch videos of my house. I don't, I'm not a big ribbon aficionado. That was weird. I got, that was creepy. There was straight up something watching me do that. Now, I, it, it was so weird, right? I kind of, then I got up and I walked. I don't know how much of the clip I'm actually going to play for you, but what if I don't play at all, what I do is then I get up and I walk around my bedroom and I'm kind of processing what I saw and I'm still talking into the microphone. I'm saying how tall. So I, here's the thing. This is the weird thing about ghosts. Well, there's a lot of weird things about ghosts. First off, that they're dead people or demons or whatever they are. But one thing that I've had in my experience, because I've seen a lot of ghosts in my life, is ghosts don't... And If it's a real ghost in a place that I'm at, I'm not scared of it. I'm a little bit... Be a little bit at e like, uneasy. If it's real, I'm not scared. If it's fake, I'm scared. So I saw this black ribbon materialize outside my closet it like it was peeking in not scared went about my business I actually went into the living room and while I was kind of editing episodes and stuff like that I see something out of the corner of my eye in the living room and then my black mouse you know my computer mouse is black and it's shiny I actually see something move over the mouse like the reflection changed so we also had that stuff going on as well so wasn't scared Right, came in, shut my light off to go to bed, pulled out my phone, goofing off, going to stupid websites, stuff like that, went to bed. Even though I saw a ghost, I don't know what it is, don't know what its intent is, I see it in here. Uh, yesterday morning, I was walking to work, I just watched the movie The Bye Bye Man, I'd watched the movie The Bye Bye Man, and I was walking to work, and I was thinking of The Bye Bye Man, and a squirrel jumped out of a bush, and I almost beat my pants, it's so weird, it's so weird, like, something that's fake will scare me, The Bye Bye Man, I'm like, ugh, but when there's a ghost in my actual apartment, it doesn't scare me, however, I know I'm a paranormal researcher, I know I'm a ghost hunter, you don't want it in your house, Really? I I mean, <laughs> now it's attacking me. Ah, no, I'm not saying you got to leave, but it's more it's tr more troublesome. Like, I don't really think this whatever this is has any ill will towards me. So that's interesting. But like if, if goblins are the goblins are supposed to be at your house and then I go to your house and investigate goblin activity. 
I don't think even a hunter, like if you were a hunter, I don't think you want a bunch of rabbits jumping around in your house, right? I mean, you're like, I love shooting rabbits in the brain with this shotgun, but I like to go, <laughs> I like to do it on my off time, not at home. So we'll see what happens. Like, this could have been a one-off thing. I didn't feel any ill will towards it. If it does decide to stick around, you know, I'll deal with it. Uh, I'm not going to sage the place or anything like that if it has good intent, right? But that was really weird. It was really weird to see something like that. It's been years since I've seen a ghost on that level. But there's one here now, apparently. Maybe it's just passing through. Maybe it's waiting for the ghost bus. Maybe it's on the way to your house. And if so, then I think it's pretty chill, actually. I wouldn't worry about it. But yeah, it's just weird. Just weird to be recorded. And you know what's so funny? I think it was in that episode or the episode before. And I was like, oh, that ghost can come to my house. I, I kept talking about someone who's trying to get a ghost to come to their house. I think it was the the uh, Monday episode. And maybe a ghost maybe a ghost didn't understand I was speaking in the third person. Who knows? But a weird story nonetheless. You know, that took a lot longer. And I know I know, with all the, the processing and everything like that, that segment's probably going to be like 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and set aside the hobo vagrant story. We're going to save that for tomorrow. Let's move into a snowier region than my house. So let's go ahead and toss the canyon lifter the keys to the carpenter copter. We're leaving behind Dead Rabbit Command. We're flying all the way out to... A snowy mountain town. This story's short. We might have time for the Georgia story, but I want to make sure I can give this story its full full due. And I've got to give a shout-out to Ampus Allen. Ampus Allen, longtime supporter of the show, sent us a lot of really good stuff for Dead Rabbit Radio. Really, really appreciate it. This story is just as good as the other ones, like sending me nothing but gold. Ampus Allen apparently posted this video the other day of a 70-year-old woman. He, let me get this straight, actually. So he videotaped, no, 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 he posted a video. He's skiing, and his mother-in-law is filming him. His 70-year-old mother-in-law is filming him, cheering him on. Go, Ampus Allen, go! And he's like, he can't even hear her. He's going down the hill so fast. And it was like, hey, look at this. It was from a subreddit called Praise the Cameraman. Because the cameraman's doing... So- or camera woman. Don't be sexist, subreddit. So anyways, because this actually was a woman. They're going down the hill. So he posts this video. And it's like, hey, look at my mother-in-law's filming me as I'm flying down the slopes. This dude actually is like a world-renowned athlete. Ampus Helen. So... He posts this video, and because the internet is a super, super weird place, he gets a comment from a guy known as O'Hoyle. And O'Hoyle tells this story. O'Hoyle says, you know what? I used to live in a mountain town. And that's where we're walking around right now. We're walking around this unnamed mountain town. We got big mittens on and, like, the parkas, and we're walking around. O'Hoyle's story is this. He used to live in a mountain town up in a snowy region. And he worked at the local pizza shop, the local pizzeria, where you'd go in and you'd get some delicious food, maybe throw back a brewski or two, and watch the snow fall outside. And he says, you know what, he's referring to Ampus Allen's 70-year-old mother-in-law videotaping this, he goes, you know what, you'd actually be surprised how many old people can ski and snowboard and do it fairly well. 
And he goes, I have a theory. And to be honest, I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. I believe that aliens hide out in mountain towns all over the world. So think about it. Old people look like gray aliens, right? <laughs> hold your hold your questions, hold your questions until the end. Old people kind of do look like gray aliens, right? They balding, gray aliens are bald. They got skinny little limbs. Gray aliens have skinny little limbs. <laughs> That's kind of weird. They're not gray. Most old people aren't gray. However, they do start to get a little ashy looking, right? Why do they do that? Why do you old people... I <laughs> YouTube's going to shut this down for ageism. But but when you get old, you know, you do... You're, you kind of lose a little bit of color in your skin. So why? Is it because they're old and they're having less nutrients or they're out in the sun less? Is it because they're not human anymore? Gray aliens? But he says it's weird because old people do kind of look like gray aliens. But that's not the only thing. That's not the only part of this conspiracy theory. He goes, sometimes... When I'm working at the pizzeria, I'd get these elderly people showing up to the pizza shop, and they would be paying me in cash. But the cash was always old money. Like the bills, the the bills, the dates when the bills were printed were like the 1960s. But they looked brand new. So I was getting this money that was brand new that had old dates on it from like the 60s. And I thought, hmm... Maybe they're gray aliens, right? These people up in mountain regions pay me in weird money. Now, I would assume there's some sort of counterfeit ring going on. That would be my first assumption. Did I ever talk to you? Did I ever mention that before? My grandpa knew a guy who counterfeited money. My grandpa's dead. You can't come after him, FBI. But my grandpa knew a dude who would counterfeit money, and he lived on a boat in Sacramento, and he would just have a water cooler of $5 bills, fake $5 bills, and he would just hand them out to people. I don't know who the guy was before the feds come and ask me. I don't know who the guy was. It's been 20 years since I heard that story. But So you do have old people who counterfeit, and they just counterfeit very, very low bills. But anyways, anyways, now that it's a counterfeit ring... He thinks they might be gray aliens. But here's the interesting part, right? Ampus Allen sent this to me. We both had a good chuckle. But there was something that could be fact-checked with this conspiracy theory. And those are always the best conspiracy theories. The ones that we can actually take a really close look at. He said, snow, this is what O'Hoyle said, snow is actually kind of a rare phenomenon as far as the galaxy goes. Now, I can't fact-check that old people love to use new bills other than the fact that my grandpa knew a counterfeiter, an elderly counterfeiter. And yeah, sure, old people do kind of look like gray aliens if you forget if you forget the fact that they have giant eyeballs and they're three feet tall and they have these massive heads. Sure, they share some of the qualities of a gray alien, i.e. they have arms and legs and they're bold. But snow is a rare phenomenon galactically. So me and Ampus Allen were kind of joking about this, and then I looked it up. Snow is extremely rare. H2, I know a bunch of scientists, I know a bunch of people who are into science who listen to this podcast are typing comments and emails right now. Hold on. Snow as we know it. H2O snow that sticks and packs and forms snow shelves and snowy mountains and stuff like that. We're the only place in the solar system that we know that this happens. 
There's other planets. There's moons that we think it snows, but it's like volcanic ash coming down from the sky. It's carbon snow. It's like Mars, it snows like there's ice, but snow, they said it doesn't stick. Like it snows in the poles, but it by the time it hits the ground, it's gone. We think, we think it might snow on Pluto. As much as we know that Pluto is like super frozen, we don't know for sure. And even then, it's Pluto. <laughs> even then, it's a dirt ball of a planet that's super far away. And this is super interesting because snow is... And snow is so rare in our solar system that you would have to extrapolate that out. And it's probably very rare galactically. Something that, for the most part, we take for granted. I always thought it was interesting that the number one, as far as we know, the number one rarest thing in the universe, liquid water, we pour all over our bodies. We splash it in our face. I mean, we do drink it, right? But we build holes in the ground and... Fill it full of the most precious resource in the universe. As far as we know, it, liquid water is the, one of the rarest things ever. It rains diamonds on like Jupiter or Saturn or something like that, or one of the moons. But there's no liquid water anywhere else that we know of. And we, we put it in balloons and throw it at people, right? We spray our dogs with a hose and they go, and they, they get it all wiggly all over you and it's fun. And then Charles Grodin yells at you, Beethoven! That's weird. That is the detail that makes me go, maybe there is something to this. Now, again, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube and anyone else who thinks I'm being ageist, I'm not saying that all old people are gray aliens. But what I am saying is that if you, if you could travel the galaxy and you'd seen stars explode and you watch your buddies get sucked into a black hole, you're like, oh, that prank went bad. As you watch their entire starship get stuck on the event horizon. You've seen all of these great things, but snow. Standing outside, watching frozen water softly come down, sticking out your little tongue, getting some on it. That's be so rare. You could experience so many other amazing things throughout the galaxy. But if you wanted to see snow, you'd have to come here. If you wanted to ski... Snowball fight, igloos, whatever. You'd have to do it here. That's so interesting. And it, think about this when you have like old people here, when you, or rich people, whatever, and they want to vacation, sure, they could go to a tropical location anywhere on the planet. They could go to some deserted island. They're rich and powerful. They can go anywhere, right? They can afford anything. But they still go to the same resort towns that everyone else goes to because the infrastructure is there to support them. If Bill Gates wanted to go to a tropical island... But there's no landing pad there. And let's say that he goes, well, build the landing pad. And then he gets there. And there's no hotels. There's no houses. It's just a deserted island. He's like, ah, this totally sucks. And he'd have to build the infrastructure. All that infrastructure is here. So sure, even if there was another planet where it did snow H2O, there's no resorts. There's no, there's no pizzerias. 
There's no infrastructure for that. So this, it's interesting because we always talk about Earth being a prison planet. We talk about Earth being a zoo. The aliens a long time ago put us here and they crossbred themselves with the monkey people. And then that's where the Homo sapiens came from. And we went to dig up gold for the Anunnaki and da-da-da-da-da. It's always so dismal and dark and evil, right? It's always we were slaves or we are prisoners or the Archons are drinking our louche when we die and we get stuck in a reincarnation. Why is it always so dismal with conspiracy theories? Why is it always so negative? Maybe Earth is the happiest place in the galaxy. I mean, okay, outside of all the wars, outside of all the wars and the pestilence and stuff like that and all the horrible crimes, galactically speaking, we don't have volcanoes that rip the atmosphere in two. We are not sitting on the edge of a star system that's about to go supernova. Pretty chill, right? The environment is stable. snows, it rains, there's beautiful sunsets. You can sit on a beach and a day later be scaling a mountain looking down at the valley below. It's really a beautiful place. So maybe we aren't a prison planet. Maybe we aren't some sort of zoo where the monkeys have taken over. Maybe we're Club Med as far as the galaxy goes. And that's why so many aliens are coming here. That's why we're always hearing about these reptilians and pleiadians and the greys and all these other guys right because you imagine i don't think the pleiadians have a bunch of reptilians walking around and i imagine on the gray alien home world if that even exists a lot of people think it's their bio robots created by the reptilians but we're, <laughs> we're getting too into the weeds here we're the only planet that all these other different species can come to right maybe we are a resort planet maybe we are the Cancun of the galaxy. And so it would make sense that you would have gray aliens coming down, or any aliens, right? I think a lot of alien, within alien lore, especially with reptilians, they're shapeshifters. It would make sense for them to come down to a place that's peaceful, that doesn't have all of their wars. It has our wars, but it doesn't have these galaxy-spanning conflicts. We may actually be the Casablanca of the galaxy, a neutral planet that people can come and relax. Very, very fascinating conspiracy theory, I think. Because, And we need more positive conspiracy theories. I really do. If you want to talk about the Archons drinking our louche, the way you could generate the most... We did a whole episode on that. <laughs> you guys are like, what, what in the world's louche? I'll put that episode in the show notes. But the idea is, is that there's this matrix built around the planet, and when you die... When it says go into the light, that's actually a trick to get your soul to reincarnate on Earth. And these demons, archons, whatever you want to call them, these alien overlords are drinking all of your negative energy. And what produces more negative energy than telling somebody that they're trapped in a matrix full of negative energy? We need more positive conspiracy theories. And I think the fact... I think the fact that if you start looking at elderly people thinking they're actually gray aliens on vacation, that's pretty dope. Again, not all of them. Don't go, don't go to a retirement home and have a conga line and be like, come on, Grays, get on up. Actually, that sounds pretty good. You should volunteer at your local retirement home. It really helps out. But do not retire just because you think they're gray aliens. You're like, now I'll do the probing. Um, don't do that. <laughs> There's actually a lot of crimes that happen in retirement homes. My point is, is this is a good conspiracy theory. I like this. We need more of this stuff. We need more stories 
that don't inspire negativity in us, but inspire hope. So, oh, Hoyle, I hope you are correct. I hope there is a portion of the elderly community that are gray aliens. Because then it would mean that this world isn't a dismal place on the brink of annihilation every single day. It's actually stable enough for aliens of all races to come here and hang out for a bit. That would That's a great conspiracy theory. I really do like that. Are, I have to be very careful here because again, I'm sure there's one guy right now probably grabbing his crowbar being like, I got to take care of those gray aliens. They're walking to the retirement home. I am not saying that all elderly people are gray aliens, just so we are clear. But I love this conspiracy theory. Are some of them? Are some elderly people gray aliens visiting in disguise? Or really any aliens, right? Although if I was a reptilian, I think I would take the form of like Shaquille O'Neal and not <laughs> not a 80-pound old man. But I like this. I like this. I like positive conspiracy theories. And what a way to think of the world as a beautiful place that other people want to come to visit. Not a dismal place of hate and vengeance and blood and ash, but a place... It, it is so... Okay, to be fair, it is those things. But maybe it is better than those things combined. I think maybe the love and the joy and the passion that humanity truly has for each other reaches out and attracts aliens of all stripes to this world. Because we're that dope. We're that awesome. We're the only place in the known galaxy where it snows. They may have the starships. They may have the technology. They may have the cure. <laughs> they may have the cure for all the diseases that plague us. But from the highest peak to the lowest valley, Earth is the place to be. They're jealous of us. They have all that technology, but they're jealous of us. This is the only place in the known galaxy where you can walk outside and watch it snow from the heavens. Powdery white bliss raining down on the beautiful planet known as our home. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. TikTok is at DeadRabbitRadio. DeadRabbitRadio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. 